Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Through connecting with others, we simultaneously connect to the universe. We want that experience again and again. It is a vibrant world full of wonder and joy that is so compelling that it becomes a life agenda for everyone. This is what we call original connecting. Maybe this resonates with you and maybe it doesn't. Original connecting is something we do every single day if we open our hearts to it. And this could be for lovers, for friends, whatever the case may be. Now, maybe you're like Shauna, another first date. Where are we going with this? Listen up. I have a lot I need to tell you guys and a lot I want to talk about. But here's the thing. What is the first thing when you go through a breakup? What is the first thing that comes to your mind? Just pause this podcast for a moment. Maybe go give me a like. Maybe rate the podcast. Give me some reviews. I want to reach more people, y'all. I love you guys so much. But what is the first thing you think of when you go through a breakup? For me, I go through a breakup. The first thing that comes to mind isn't, oh no, I will never get married. Oh no, I will never have babies. Oh no, I'm running out of time. The first thing that comes to my mind is, oh no, I got to go on another first date. And maybe this resonates with you and maybe you're like, honey, I've been married 20 years on to the next podcast. Totally fine. Totally fine with me. But if you want to hear something funny and and <laughs> and maybe you can relate right now. I mean, you never know when your first date is going to be again. You know, we all make these vows of marriage and being with somebody and you just, we all have choices, right? And sometimes it just doesn't work out. So to be honest with you right now, I should be studying for my chemistry final, but to be other, to be completely honest with you again, I'm, I'm really over it. And I just got back from CrossFit and I was sitting there eating my dinner on the, on the carpet with Remy. And I was like, oh my God, I have so much to talk about. I just need to go record this podcast. So here I am sweaty and gross from CrossFit should be studying chemistry, but I'd much rather talk to you guys. You guys are my therapy. Speaking of therapy, I went the other day, right? I talked all about it, how highly, you know, blah, 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 all the things, whatever. I'm going to have to find a new therapist because my therapist pretty much insinuated that I didn't need a therapist. And I felt, I want to say I felt heard, right? But we all need somebody. And I said that today on my on my Instagram. We all need somebody, right? And I just felt like I didn't resonate with her like I wanted to. And we talked about a lot of different things. But, and this therapy session was very different from my couple's therapy session when I was married four years ago. Obviously, I went in with a really big problem. Hey, my marriage is falling apart. Here, I just went in. I'm like, hey, I just like, I have a lot going on in my life, good, bad, and ugly, and I want somebody to talk to. Um, but again, if you feel like the doctor you're working with, your partner you're with, the job you're in, the therapist you're going to does not resonate with you, walk away. You have choices. We all have choices. Now, back to breaking up in this first date thing. The first thing that comes to my mind was, 
oh my God, you know, I got to go on another first date. And is this the first thing that comes to mind when you walk out the door and it's like, it's over? No, of course. I felt my feelings. I cried. I did all the things, right? And for those of you who have followed my journey, you're probably like, man, Shauna, like if you didn't make your relationship so public, you wouldn't have to go through this. But no, like that's not it. That's not, this is healing for me. This is healing to talk about. And I learn every single time I talk to you guys. It's like, I think it's within 48 hours of you reading something new, you forget it unless you teach it back to somebody. So for me, like I said, I always am looking to teach. I'm always looking to reach one person. And maybe that's you today. So this may sound silly, and trust me. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm real with you guys. I show up on a first date and I am authentically me. I, you know, sometimes they say the happiest people are actually the saddest people inside. For me, that's not true. Like I've worked really, really hard on being joyful and grateful for everything that I have that the person you see that shows up every day is happy and grateful. And I saw the person that I was with the other day and he was like, you seem like everything's just fine. Like everything's fine. Like nothing bothers you. And I spent eight days off social media after we broke up. And I just, that was my healing period. I don't dwell on things. I don't blame myself. I get a lot of clarity from walking away, um, like from social media and stuff that kind of distracts me from my healing. And I feel like that's why I can heal quicker. And I've worked on myself for so long, you guys. In the, in the oh my God, the old Shauna? Y'all, I was nuts. I was crazy. You know, we all have that little bit of crazy in us. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Like I was at your door. I was like, I'm pretty sure I hid behind trees. I followed you places. Like I, you didn't want to date me. I'm sorry if you're an ex-boyfriend listening to this, but like, no. And I'm not saying that was recent, but like I'm talking high school, beginning of college, Shauna. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is way too much information, but I'm still going to keep talking because I love this. Um, I love this for me. And so I said to him, I said, it's not that I'm you know, not fine. I am fine. I, I'm more than fine. I'm grateful I woke up today, right? It does not mean I don't miss you. It doesn't mean, you know, honestly, you guys, we just had different paths and that's totally fine. And I am a huge advocate of like time is valuable. And if you're not going down the same path, especially me being in my 30s, then it's no, there's no point of me wasting your time or you wasting mine. And that's literally what happened. That's literally it. There was no big anything. Okay. So it just goes to show that everybody heals differently. And even though on the outside, I look like I'm fine. I am. I'm more than fine. I'm great. I'm so happy. But am I still hurt? For sure. You guys, the thing about what they say is a broken heart is you can't have a broken heart unless you give your heart to somebody. You should never give your heart away. You should be whole without that person. And I'm just going on a tangent right now, but it doesn't mean I don't get like a nauseous feeling when I see him or it doesn't mean that I don't care because I do so much and I just want everybody in this life to be genuinely happy with themselves so they can be happy with somebody else. And that's not something you can do for somebody. Okay, so let's go back to this first date thing. So I show up on this first date. Now, have I had online dating? Yes. Have I, think I got carpal tunnel from swiping. Like y'all, this, that's harder than a Peloton. Are you kidding me? I, no, mm -mm. 
I'm sorry, maybe, maybe it's worked for you. That's fabulous. But I deleted that back in December when I met my last boyfriend. So I'm not planning on getting back on that. For me, I'm like, I just always have this feeling that I'm going to meet my future husband. I said in two things, I'm going to meet him in the grocery store because I'm always grocery shopping, or I'm going to meet him in Europe. And Europe is this fall. And I cannot wait to take you guys with me because I'm totally taking this microphone, even though I'm only taking a backpack because you guys, I'm going to have some crazy freaking adventures and single traveling through Europe. And and my mom's going to be there with me for a little while. I'm going to meet some friends, but like the most part, I'm going to be by myself and boy, this is going to be great. So, okay. I keep getting distracted. Back to my first date. Um, so for me, it's always coffee. And if you don't like coffee, which a lot of people don't like coffee, it should be a deal breaker. Honestly. (laughs) I mean, really, what are we going to do? if we can't drink coffee together. Uh, okay, we'll drink water. Okay, fine. I'll still go on a date with you. Um, it's, it's something in the daylight, okay? And I do that for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't expect anybody to pay some for some high fancy and dinner for me the first time we meet, okay? Number two, what if they're crazy? And then you're there for three hours and you're like giving the waiter a signal like, I gotta go. This is really funny. Actually, I think back to Charleston. And when I went on the first date with my ex-husband back in 20, I still remember this, 2015 maybe, he went to the bathroom at the sushi restaurant and the waiter comes up and he goes, is everything okay? Do you need to bail? And I busted out laughing because nobody had ever said that to me before. And I was all like, it's a good idea, you guys, to tell your waiter you're on a first date because chances are, ladies, they're looking out for you, okay? So that was really funny. Again, another tangent. I guess I have some stories for you guys. So the first thing for me is coffee or a walk in the park or something in the daylight. Number one, I wear relaxed clothes. Number two, I'm not a big makeup person anyway. You're lucky if I you get mascara from me um, and a ponytail or maybe I straighten my hair. Lucky you. Regardless, they should see you as you are every day. Okay, I'm not saying you can't get dressed up for date two or three or four or five, but date one, do it in the daylight. Okay, that's my first advice. Secondly, I practice telling myself that I like first dates. So I will avoid them at all costs. I think that's why I went so long being single. And if it wasn't a friend of a friend or if it wasn't somebody, whatever, then I just, I didn't meet you because I kept saying I don't like first dates. It's kind of like saying when you you don't like, you don't like, um, I don't know, prunes. The more you tell yourself something, the more you're going to dislike it. So I've started telling myself, I love first dates. I love getting to meet people. And don't get me wrong, you guys, I've made like five new friends in the past two weeks and I love meeting new people. Something about dates, just meh, just, you know, just don't, don't do it for me. And here's what I find. Okay, I'm not tooting my own horn here or anything, but I think I got shit going for me. Okay, I think I got my head on straight. I've got a bachelor's degree. I've been in my career for nine years. I've lived in like 14 cities. Maybe I'm a commitment phobe. Um, That's neither here nor there. I just think I, I really do have my life together. I know what I want and that's hard to find in somebody else. They have to have done the work on themselves. So I find a lot of guys are just like, they like me and then they want to marry me or they like me and then it's like, I love you really fast. And what I've noticed is I fall for that stuff too, because we all want to be wanted, but it's time. That's, that's how you really get to know somebody It's time. So every single time things fall apart, I'm like, what did you do wrong? What did you, what could you have done differently? And that's what I spent my week off social media doing. I wasn't blaming, pointing fingers. I was like, okay, what did you learn from this? How can we regroup, um, and go forward? And, 
you know, what are your core values again? Like just kind of going back to basics, right? So lately I've been practicing telling myself, I like first dates. I like meeting new people. I like, you know, having those good intentions. So I tell myself it's a great way to learn about somebody you never knew before, right? Everybody comes into your life for a reason. So why would I go to a coffee the other day with a complete stranger, uh, a female, And I met her dad like two weeks ago at a bar, just like sitting at the bar and we just started talking. He's like, you would love my daughter. And, you know, to me, that's like a blind date. That's literally a blind date. I had no idea anything about this girl. And we will definitely be lifelong friends. She was an absolute sweetheart. We compliment each other so well, and I can't wait to get to know her better. But again, it's a great way to learn about somebody. That's how you have to think about first dates. Everybody comes into your life when they're supposed to. And you never know where it could go. Maybe it's a lifelong friendship. Maybe it's a future husband or wife. Maybe it's your sister's future husband or wife. You just don't know. Or maybe you'll just delete their number and pretend like it never happened. You all know those people, okay? Or when, I feel so bad when this happens. It's happened a couple times. Uh, you leave the first date of coffee or whatever and they like, like oh, you want to meet up later for dinner? And you're like, mm, no, honey, I just wasn't feeling it. Okay, I just wasn't feeling it. Just be honest. I never have used anybody in my whole life for dinner. Like women do this. Men do this too, I'm sure. But like women do this. Y'all be able to pay for your own damn dinner. I went on a blind date mm, not too long ago and we split. We split the bill. Like don't expect guys to pay for you. Just don't. So Right now, if you're still listening and you've been married 20 years, maybe happily, maybe not, and maybe you don't even remember what it's like to go on a date, but you can still take something away from this because I highly recommend you date your spouse or your significant other every day. We all have a choice. Seeing that person as someone who chooses to show up for you, for your family, for you know the, you as a couple every single day is important because we do have a choice. And if you take that person for granted, just remember that they can leave as quickly as they came. The door is is always there. It's always open. You know, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to talk about um, being, are you the turtle in the relationship or the hailstorm? And I read this in my book, um, Getting the Love You Want. It's a guide for couples. And the turtle, you know, shuts down and stuff like that. And a lot of that comes from childhood and the hailstorm's like, you mother, and chases you out the door screaming, throwing shit. You know, what are you in the relationship? But I'm not going to talk about that today. Today, I just want to focus on like, just realize he or she, whoever you're with, they have a choice. They don't have to be with you. You don't have to be with them. So again, take what you need from this. Maybe it's a new friendship. Maybe it's dating. Maybe it's not. But I want you to show up authentically as you are. And when I say date your spouse, don't be afraid to get fancy and maybe buy the lingerie, do the things to spice things up, you know, remain curious. Again, going back to the therapist, there doesn't need to be something wrong with you or your relationship for you to go see somebody and just talk about life. But if we remain curious and ask open-ended questions, we can learn so much about somebody. And one advice the therapist did give me, which was really great, I told her, I said, you know, I really long that meaningful connection. So when I talk to somebody and we really have deep quality conversation, that's like my heart's exploding with that. And she goes, that's wonderful, Shauna, but maybe they really show you who they are a lot sooner in the superficial talk. I was like, oh, damn. I was like, okay, all right. So don't be afraid of the superficial talk. A lot of what people want, you know, or maybe are trying to hide from you comes out in that too. 
Okay, so it's important to be curious, ask the open-ended questions. And don't get me wrong, we all love to talk about ourselves. We're humans, that's what happens. You know, I have a, a story, here I am on a podcast talking about myself. But if you leave the date knowing nothing about the other person, male, female, friend, future husband, whatever, where do you go from there? What, what did you take away from it? So go home and jot down your takeaways after the date. Like, maybe it made you reassess your core values. Maybe you realize the grass isn't greener on the other side. Maybe you realize like, wow, there is somebody out there that's done the work. Like this was really, really an all-knowing, beautiful conversation. Inevitably, with some people, you are going to feel more comfortable. One of the first sentences that occurs early in a relationship that I read in my book, um, Getting the Love You Want, goes something like this. I know we've just met, but somehow I feel as though I already know you. And this is just isn't a line that lovers say to each other or future lovers. This is just something that we feel. We just feel at ease with the other person. It just flows. Nothing feels forced. And they really feel comfortable as if they know having known each other for years. Now, I have this connection with a lot of people. And I love this, but I hate it too. Because it makes me like, it makes it hard for me to distinguish like, okay, how do I feel about this? Do I want to go further with it? Do I want to get to know them? But this phenomenon is literally called the phenomenon of recognition. And like I said, I can deep dive a little bit further into that, but it's relating back to childhood and what reminds us of our parents, positive, negative traits, and how we feel around this person. Okay. So, I mean, when you leave the date, if you want to terrify them, you could ask the serious questions, you know, but, and I do that actually right away. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be 32. I'm going through fertility right now to get egg re- for egg retrieval. Um, I am i don't know if a family's in my future, honestly. I go back and forth with it. But asking the scary, terrifying questions is going to tell you a lot about where that person is in their life too. You know, if you're with somebody who says, I don't want kids, I absolutely don't want kids. And you're like, man, but you'd make a wonderful husband or wife. Y'all, I want you to, I've done this. I point fingers at myself. I'm like, does he not see me as a good wife or a good a good mom? And I'm like, wait, no, he doesn't love himself enough to have kids. Why would you want to reproduce more of you if you don't love who you are? Boy, was that eye-opening. Did you hear me? If your significant other doesn't want a family or doesn't want to get married, Stop pointing fingers at yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. You will be a great wife, a great husband, a great mom, a great dad. People's journey of healing is is lifelong, okay? And you may cross their paths at the beginning of their healing journey, the middle, the further middle. There's never an end, okay? That's what makes life beautiful. But timing is everything. So please remember people's time is very, very valuable, And there's so many amazing, beautiful people in this world. And if you truly feel like this person isn't for you, don't use them. Don't waste their time. Be transparent. Okay? I fully believe in that. And if you're not feeling it, you're just not in the right place, just don't be so afraid of the letdown. Remember, there's life in lesson, not the letdown. They deserve to know how you're feeling too. And maybe you're just not healed yourself. Maybe you just need to turn the finger and stop pointing outwards and look at yourself. Okay. And then you're like, Shauna, maybe, but like, maybe should I date older or younger? And I'm like, oh, honey, I got zero advice on this. I have dated eight years older and I've dated five years younger. I tend to date people younger than me for some reason. I told my dad the next step is like guys in their seventies. And my dad, I love this. I love him. He's going to kill me for saying this. 
Also, I'm gonna have my parents on my next podcast. They don't even know this yet, but my dad's like, I don't want to have to call him daddy. <laughs> what? I guess if he's 70, they'd be older than my dad. I don't know. Y'all, so when it comes to age, you can do a you I've lived a lot of life for 31 years old. And I have noticed when you get into your 30s, it's very common to meet people who have been married, who have children, and to each their own when it comes to that. But it's important to realize whatever that person has been through, it makes them who they are. And maybe it makes them just perfect for you. Or should I say imperfectly perfect? Okay. So even if it's not a first date, maybe it's just a new friendship, don't forget your boundaries. Okay. Don't judge people based on their age, their race, you know, what they've been through. It's made them who they are, just like your past has made you who you are. But these boundaries are important because if you go on this first date, future husband, future friend, and you are not drinking alcohol for six months and you have a glass of wine, or you don't eat gluten because it gives you a stomach ache, or you really hate salad, you'd prefer the steak, and you just do a bunch of things that are just out of character for you, all you're doing is being unauthentic. Remember, nobody knows how you're showing up but you. So only you leave that encounter knowing if you wore a mask or not. And it doesn't feel good to wear a mask. Be who you are. So here's the thing. Being single was never my curse. It's my time of preparation and evolution. And it can be your time too. The work of love starts long before you actually begin dating. What does it mean to be valuable to yourself? To love the skin you're in? What does it mean to find someone to share happiness with? Not make you happy. Build up your high value self. Draw in someone of high value to share your life with. My personal journey to authentic love does, did not start with finding the right person. It started with loving the person at the center of it all and becoming the best version of myself. And that's who I see in the mirror every day. I am so proud of the woman I am, the woman I'm becoming, and the woman I will be for my future husband. Now, preparation dramatically increases your chances for success in every area of your life. Why do you think I'm studying so hard right now to get into naturopathic school? I'm in school, you know, I already even accepted school, but like, I don't want a C in this class. I want an A. Like, yeah, I should be studying for that final, but so prepare yourself. Finding and attracting the right person is great, but that's only part of the process. If you're not prepared for their presence, it's all for nothing. So how do you prepare? Bring a healthy you into the equation. Every relationship ending is a new door opening and it's a new time for you to heal. So you have to be intentional about becoming the right person as you are about attracting the right person. Did you hear me? You must be as intentional about becoming the right person as you are about attracting the right person. So singlehood is not a curse. And remember, through connecting with others, we simultaneously connect to the universe. We want that experience again and again. It's a vibrant world of wonder and joy that's so compelling and it becomes a life agenda for everyone. This is what we call connecting. So as much as I don't love first dates, I'm going to embrace all of them and take you on my journey per usual. Please, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, you guys, take what you need, leave what you don't. If you have a moment, please rate, review, send this podcast to friends. I know on um, all of the platforms as with the reviews, that's how kind of word of mouth spreads. So if you just have a minute, I would really, really appreciate it. Maybe just post something. Remember, it's all about teaching, teaching back. So maybe post something that you've learned or something that you've taken away. And I just truly appreciate your love and support. 
And again, I plan to have my parents on the next podcast. They will be my first guests on the podcast. And this is episode 57. Insane. I've recorded 57 podcasts. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So I love y'all so much. Please be kind, give back, do what feels good, do what feels right, be authentic, be true to who you are. I love you so much. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.